Hey everyone, welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark, a bonus episode of Long Story Short, the podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. And today we're here with our very first review of Hallmark's Countdown to Christmas 2021 season, and we are discussing the Santa Stakeout. Before we hop into our review, I wanted to let you know that you can find all of our show notes as well as tons of holiday content from us on our website, which is meganandwendy.com. That's always linked in our show notes. You can find all of our gift guides, plus we're talking Thanksgiving over there and holiday planning. Head on over, take a look. You can also get even more from us. If one Hallmark movie review a week isn't enough, (laughs) head on over to Patreon, where we are going to be adding two bonus Hallmark movie reviews every month. And you can find that at patreon.com slash Megan and Wendy. It costs less than you can buy a cup of coffee for to sign up for that. And that's a great way to support the creators that you love. And finally... You can follow us on Instagram, where we are Megan and Wendy LSS. Of course, that is also linked in our show notes if you forget. But the fun thing about Instagram right now is you can vote on the movie that we will be reviewing. However, we do reserve the right <laughs> to veto your choice. Yep, for sure. Should you be led astray. Mm-hmm. Like a stray cat. Nope, not doing anything <laughs> but stray cats, guys. Or whatever it is. But this week, you... Did exactly the right thing. And overwhelmingly, the vote was for the Santa Stakeout, which I'm thrilled about because that was the movie I was most excited about going into this weekend. Mm-hmm. So, Wendy, do you have a synopsis for us? I do. But before I jump into that, I just want to ask you, what are your thoughts since they put out three movies so early in October? Mm-hmm. What did you think of like the kickoff weekend overall? I thought it was a very strong kickoff weekend for Hallmark. Did you get enough Christmas as opposed to, you know, fall? We didn't get much fall. Did you get enough Christmas in these movies? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. And I didn't feel beaten over the head with it. Mm -hmm. Um, it, It's early in the season. We're three movies into 41 from Hallmark. So I reserve the right to change my mind because Hallmark are not the only Christmas movies we watch in our house. But I loved it. It felt, first of all, I think they came out of the gate strong. I think they put three strong movies up top. None of these were stinkers for me. Spoiler alert. I have Mm -hmm. lots of thoughts on all of them, but I thought, this is Hallmark 2021. I'm here for it. Okay. But did you also see Instagram was hopping, just hopping, like with Hallmark content. I don't know if you were looking that specifically. I was, but people were like all over these movies this weekend. Like people were very excited that they were out early. You know, I noticed that too, but I all <clears throat> I also wonder if that has anything to do with the fact that we follow a lot of fellow Hallmark uh recappers, like that's our that's our circle. So I'm really curious for people who don't have that in their algorithm was your feed also hopping with Hallmark content because I did notice a lot of talk about it and you know again not just from Hallmark people who are in the biz yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) lots of people were setting their DVRs I think we're all a little ready for some holiday cheer what was your first impression overall of 
of the Santa Stakeout or oh, um, overall. Yeah. Overall, I was really looking forward to it. I was out of town this weekend, so it was a little bit more difficult to like, I didn't get to like snuggle up on the couch and like you know get all into it so i was watching it you know on the friendly app on my phone Mm -hmm. you know in bed after hours after it had premiered and i didn't get to watch all of them like in one full shot like you know i had to put it on pause and then come back to it and so anyway overall i thought it was a good weekend i thought it was a really good weekend are there other weekends i'm looking more forward to yes but overall, I thought it was a good weekend. Well, that's fair. And I think <clears throat> comparing it to last year's opener, which was Jingle Bell Bride, that was a big flop for me personally. Mm-hmm. And I felt like this was leaps and bounds ahead of that start. Well, good for Hallmark. <laughs> do they do they release their um, their ratings? Do you know? You well, know? I actually did see those numbers this morning. What? On Twitter. If you're not following Sleepy Kitty Paw on Twitter, <laughs> this person has all of the insider holiday movie info. Yumi and the Christmas Trees got 2.22 million viewers. Okay. Boyfriends of Christmas Past had 2 million viewers. And by the way, Yumi and the Christmas Trees was 15th of the night. Okay. Boyfriends of Christmas Past was 12th of the night with slightly wow. fewer viewers, interestingly enough. That's and weird. And Santa Stakeout, 2.11 million viewers putting in an 11th place on Sunday night. Wow, that's interesting. It is a 17% drop. This is all from Sleepy <gasps> Kitty Paw from last year's opening on Hallmark Channel, which again, this was a week earlier than it started last year. However, they report that... Broadcasts have reported a 16% drop year over year. So this is an argument for Hallmark. We are going to get into this movie, but I want to say, Hallmark, if you are listening, and I know you are not, but if you are, I beg (laughs) of you to take this time to revamp your Hallmark Movies Now app. You are losing an audience there. Hallmark Movies Now, for anybody who does not know, is not the Hallmark movies now. It is old Hallmark movies. It's some movies that weren't even created by Hallmark. You can't get most of last year's Hallmark movies there. You cannot get any of this year's except for the two that were released directly to the streaming platform. And it feels like such a missed opportunity. That's my plea. So let's jump into the Santa stakeout. Tanya is a police detective who is reluctantly partnered with fellow detective Ryan to solve a recent string of heists taking place during high-profile holiday parties around town. Let's jump into news and notes on this movie. Uh, Shocker, it was filmed in Vancouver, Canada. It was, and we're going to see a lot of that this season. And it was filmed in August, which means we've got a lot of light layers on the cast, which mm-hmm. is unfortunate. I One of the things that I dislike about having done so many of these reviews is that when we dig into the information, we see so many behind-the-scenes photos of the actors with, like, blotting papers and in front of a fan. And all I can think about is how hot they are in their cute winter coats. Mm-hmm. And instead of enjoying, like, the winter scenery, I'm like, oh, they're sweating. Oh, you saw how the sausage is made, right? Yes. So you don't like seeing all that stuff now? It's it's messing up your, like, fantasy. What is that called? I know you know what I'm talking about. I do, Where but you... I don't know what the... 
You have to... Suspension of belief. I don't know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I do know what you're trying to say. Yes. And it it's only mildly distracting, but I do find myself thinking about it as I watch it. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. All right. This is where I did my own little detective work. Mm-hmm. Tamara Maori Housley. Wow, that is quite a mouthful of name. She's married to Adam Housley. Mm-hmm. And do you know what he is known for? No idea. He used to be a Fox News correspondent. Oh. Mm-hmm. And he left in 2018 over the direction and the tone of the network. Oh. However, he now owns, um, it's it's called Barnhouse Napa Brews. It's a coffee place, a coffee spot up in Napa Valley, mm-hmm. which is in the central California coast, for those who don't know. Anyway, on his website, he thanks Rick Leventhal for, I, I don't know, getting married up in that area. So I don't know if he was at the Rick Leventhal Kelly Dodd wedding and then found this spot. And that's why he opened a coffee house now. Regardless, these are all people I don't like. So <laughs> I don't know how I feel about all that. And it has I'm nothing not- to do with this movie. I'm just, these are just side notes, news and notes, guys, news and notes. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Kelly Dodd, and therefore I'm not a fan of Rick Leventhal by association. Yeah, see uh, how it goes down the line here? <laughs> it does. I'm going to pretend mm-hmm. that I don't know that because I love Tamara very much. So, <laughs> well, I have a question for you. Yeah. Joe Pantoliano, who plays Francis Miller in this movie, how many acting credits would you guess he has to his name? 100. 153. Oh, I was kind of close, but wow. Were. Yes. According to IMDb, of course, this man has been in so many things. I actually was not expecting to enjoy him in this movie. I mean, I had no expectations, but I wasn't going into this like, yay, Joey Pants. Mm-hmm. I, spoiler alert, adored him in this movie. He was fantastic. Excellent. Yes. In this movie, I thought. I was like, well, this I felt like kind of bad. Like, I was like, oh, this Hallmark movie is a little beneath him. But I thought it was really good. So it's funny that you say that beneath him. I used to be a fan of Kathy Griffin. I wouldn't say I'm not a fan anymore. It's just, she's just not on my radar. But I mm-hmm. used to watch her show Life on the D-List. Mm-hmm. And she would say, like, the reason I have so much money is not because I'm, like, such an in-demand actress. It's because I say yes to everything. You want me to host your dog show? Yes. You <clears throat> Like, I will work. I am in the business of making money, not in the business of being the most popular person in the room. And so... She's like, I just want to work. I just want to be successful. I want to be able to take care of my mom and do all of these things and take care of the people that I love. So perhaps he has that, like, I just want to work. Give me a job. I don't need yeah. to be. Yeah. I don't need to be in a blockbuster. I got you. I mean, he was in The Matrix. That was a blockbuster, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't need to be uh, in Dune. Is he in Dune? Uh, no. Oh. He's in Bad uh, Boys. What's Bad Boys? Oh, with Will Smith? Mm-hmm. That Bad Boys? Well, mm-hmm. that was a long time ago. Three of them. I saw that he was hit by a car in May 2020. Oh, no. He, yeah, his his 2020 was real bad, guys. <laughs> he got hit by a car, and it said that he had chest trauma and a concussion, which he recovered from, but that's awful. It is awful. Can you imagine being hit by a car? No. no. Like your body? No, no, thank you. I mean, that's how I read it. I don't, it didn't say like it he was in right. like a car collision, you know? Right. 
could have been chest trauma from a car collision when that airbag comes shooting at out you, you know, but mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Tamara was on The Masked Singer in 2021, a show I don't really watch ever. I don't know if she won. It's oh, she said that because I feel like we've talked about that several times on the podcast, and then The Masked Singer you don't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Here's what I do. I don't watch it from week to week, uh-huh. but when I hear who has been on it, then I will like watch their performance. Or, like, fast forward to the end of the episode just to see the reveal of who it is. But it's currently airing right now. I have no idea who's on it. I don't think I watched the season that she was on it. Tamara made it into the Super 8, which I'm guessing is the final 8. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, she's a beautiful singer. She sang in this movie. I thought she was great. I agree. I thought she was great. Do you have any more news and notes? That wraps it up for me. All right. What did you uh, like about this movie? We didn't do our first impressions, baby oh, girl. You're right. I have don't even have that in my lineup. Hold on. First impression. All right. Go ahead. I will say that I was really excited for this movie and a little bit let down by it. Oh, no. Yeah. You know, this movie has the benefit of being earlier in the lineup because a lot of the holiday tropes like Santa coffee and decorating the tree and the many things that they do in the course of this ugly Christmas sweaters, I just found charming and enjoyable. And I thought it was very funny, too. And so funnier than a Hallmark movie typically is. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoyed it. That's my first impression. I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it. I just had really high expectations. Yeah. I hear you. So, okay. I'm not saying right. your first impression is wrong. I'm just, that's mine. <laughs> All right. So what'd you like about it? I liked a lot. But one thing that I loved was the slow-mo elf costume entry scene into the party. Hilarious. <laughs> that was hilarious. Yes. I loved every second of that. Well done, Hallmark. Oh my gosh. That is funny. Okay. What I liked about it is that... The story wasn't romantically driven. Yes. You know, we did, it was a rom-com caper mystery that I was kind of interested in rather than like, you know, reunited love or whatever. Yes. That's the first thing I liked about it. I liked when they're doing their wall where they're mapping out their yes. suspects. Um they're talking about all the suspects and he goes and then there's alicia she's just super into me my husband and i laughed out loud (laughs) i totally did that too and i laughed out loud too and i wrote down the female neighbor hitting on ryan was so funny and uncomfortable at the same time that i thought it was perfect i thought i thought i was trying to think like would would that be totally appropriate if it was like a dude hitting on Tamara, let's say. I uh, think you're right. I think it might have read a little more creepy the opposite direction. Creepy, right? But it was actually pretty funny. I thought it was so funny. What else did you like? I liked that I didn't see... I couldn't figure out who the actual criminal was until the very end. Oh, yeah. Me too. I I did not guess. I I was thinking it was like the neighbors, like not Mr. Miller. That's his name, right? Mr. Miller. Right. I mean, we pretty much knew the second they moved in next to him that it wasn't him. Well, I didn't know that. <laughs> I, I felt like it was too obvious for it to be him, but yeah, I didn't I, have any idea who it was. I thought it was like the neighbors because they were kind of, you know, 
suspicious at some points, but I was mm-hmm. like, no, I had no idea it was going to be that like that agency lady. No, no idea. me either. No idea. I also really liked in this movie that it was comedy. Like, it was yeah. funny throughout. Mm-hmm. Like, when they were at that Christmas party and he's like, yeah, I'm a chiropractor. And he's like, the other guy's like, oh, I could get adjusted. And she's like, oh, you don't want to do that. It was, and then they cracked his back. It was so funny. I just thought it was funny. Yeah, it was, the humor was strong throughout. As I mentioned before, I love Joe Pantoliano in this movie and he just broke my heart. And the scene when they're arresting him and he's like, I I really believe that he was Seriously, so upset right? that he had been uh-huh. framed. And mm-hmm. I just felt like, oh, this, this man is your neighbor and he didn't do anything wrong. Let him go. I really, he really sold me in that moment. Well, and then when he tells the story about like how his wife and, you know, before she died and they would like to help these people. Like uh-huh. I was very invested. Yes. Yeah. Very invested in him. Yeah, I thought that storyline played out well, too. I liked that that wasn't just a throwaway. That's what they had been doing with their time. I, right. Yeah, I thought they saw that all the way through. Uh, I have a question about the the Santa. What was that drink called that she was like a family favorite? I thought she just called it Santa coffee. Okay, so it has chocolate, cinnamon, and coffee in it? Isn't that just... What is, isn't that like a, like a mocha, mocha with cinnamon? <laughs> I, I mean, she puts good. chocolate in it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it does and, sound good, but. And then when he busted out his eggnog, I thought that was hilarious too. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm talking about? When he's mm-hmm. like, this was our family. <laughs> you don't remember? You're all, uh-huh. <laughs> and he's like, let me show you our family favorite. And it was like eggnog and she takes a drink and he's like she's like whoa this has a kick and he's and he was like yeah I, I don't remember did i dream this i swear it was part of the movie no my mind wanders i believe you <laughs> <laughs> i like this had a great diverse cast throughout mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. it wasn't just a token person of color as the lead they carried that throughout the entire cast and i enjoyed that and i also liked that there was kind of a diversity of lifestyle and you had I can't remember the name of the kid who was kind of like rehabbing from his former bad boy ways as well. Yeah. As well as Francis. I like that it's not just like, oh, this is my kind old man ex-neighbor. You know, they showed this redemption story. I enjoyed that. Yeah. There was also a same-sex couple, which I think yes. you're referring to. And part of me, they didn't address it, but then a part of me is like, okay, well, that's fine. You don't need to address it. Because right. that's life, you know what I mean? So I I, I kind of feel, like, torn in a way. So I hear what you're saying. And I think, like, is Hallmark trying to hide that they had it in there? Or are they just trying to make it like, hey, there's lots of different people in our neighborhood? Right, right. I don't know. The last thing I liked, I think they did a great job building the relationship between Ryan and Tanya. I felt like I could see the ice thawing between them. You could see the moment where they went from antagonistic to kind of friends who enjoyed, you know, giving each other a hard time, but they no longer disliked each other. And then I thought that grew into like a fun, flirty relationship. I Mm -hmm. believed it throughout. Well, that's a great segue into what I wished for. Tell me more. I, the 
two detectives who like hate each other, right? Or and, uh-huh, uh-huh. and I hate is a strong word. Maybe just very annoyed with each other, and then we're giving each other such a hard time. And then they fall in love. I just like I hate that Hallmark trope. Like I'm just tired of it. It's in every movie. And if you really think about like realistically, like how many people actually dislike the person they fall in love with? Like, is that right? How many people start? Yeah. The enemy is to lover storyline. Very common in Hallmark movies. Very common in romance novels. It's not typically yeah. my favorite. Yeah. I did believe it here, though. I will say I believed it here. There was one point that I thought, like, maybe they're not going to end up together. Well, for a couple of reasons. One, they work together. They're detectives. Like, that's like a recipe for disaster i think if you work together and then you're together as a couple especially in like right because they were going to continue to be partners yes 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 That's a lot of togetherness right so i thought maybe they're not going to end up together and maybe he is going to hook up with that neighbor after oh, all yeah. and then they were just going to be like great partners great working partners <clears throat> and i thought well that's kind of cool but then they ended up you know, smooching. So yeah. I I felt the chemistry. Gotta tell you. I did not so much. Well, here's what I wished for. Okay. Go home, digital snow. Go oh home. my God. I hate digital snow. And I saw a lot of it this weekend. Yep. All three movies used it. And even my husband, who does not like it when I say negative things about his beloved Hallmark <laughs> movies, was like, fake snow? computer snow is this the first time he's ever seen it the first time he's ever noticed it i think it was uh-huh. particularly egregious in these movies because it is very obvious that snow is not falling and he goes there's not any snow on their clothes I was like, yeah. yes hallmark thinks you're real dumb that's what hallmark <laughs> tells me when they use this fake snow and they don't even bother ahead of time to kind of dust them never mind nothing's falling on them but there's nothing on them to begin with That's another thing that takes me out of the moment. I really, really noticed that in the You and Me and the Christmas Tree movie. Mm -hmm. It was so obvious in that movie. Um, Yeah, but the digital snow. It's like, come on. Like, show it in, like, wide scenes. Not when it's actually, like, would be hitting their faces, you know? (laughs) Yes. Yes, I agree. That's a great point. Not when they're up close and I would normally be able to see it in their eyelashes. Yes, exactly. It's time for Did You See That? I've got one. After they go Christmas caroling, they're having a hot chocolate moment. Mm -hmm. And it's a bit of a hot chocolate bar situation. And on the table in front of them are giant marshmallows that are basically the size of the mugs. (laughs) And I could truly, your entire hot chocolate would spill out around these marshmallows. I found them distracting did you see that i did not even see it no <laughs> i love a hot chocolate bar too i do no, too. I, I didn't see that yeah i love a marshmallow i just found those distractingly large where do you get really large marshmallows like that well they do sell jumbo marshmallows i've seen them but those might have been like artisanal marshmallows oh god so fancy hallmark I prefer those, like, freeze-dried marshmallows in my hot chocolate. Yes, I love those. Like a Lucky Charms-style marshmallow. Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. This is not quite a did you see that, but it's a question that I'm putting in this category. 
wouldn't a theft of this caliber be more of a job for like like for like the FBI? Like were they stealing like Van Goghs or something like crazy like that? That's a good question. I mean, I think the FBI is federal crimes. I think it all depends on how that plays out. But, yeah, it doesn't seem like the job for two two local local detectives. detectives. (laughs) The whole thing, I don't know. We've got these holiday party heists happening and you guys are like moving into a house and you're undercover. But no, first of all, you're on a stakeout and then you're undercover. I don't. Can you do both things at once? That (laughs) that seemed odd to me. And then they're like, we got to get someone to watch the house so we can go. Christmas shopping? Yeah. (laughs) In that same vein, am I supposed to believe that they're undercover at that party where they're dressed as elves? Do those costumes make them invisible? (laughs) It doesn't. I thought the same thing. I was like, he's totally going to see you guys and ask what you're doing there. Like, that doesn't. They were supposed to be working the party, right? Yes. They were fake waiters. So. Mr. Miller, dressed up as Santa, is going to notice these people there and be like, those are my neighbors. What are they doing here? Yes. What is my chiropractor doing serving at this holiday party? (laughs) And they weren't even like behind the scenes servers because at one point the host asks them to get on the dance floor to encourage more people to start dancing. Yes. 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 It was weird. Super weird. Okay, here, I have one more. Did you see that? But it's not really. This is just one of those things. There was a missed opportunity in this movie. Okay. Do you know where it could have happened at? No. She's like, I got to meet up with my sister. Oh, my gosh. Yes. 100%. I was like, let it be Tia. Wouldn't that have been amazing? Now, I understand probably with COVID and Canada and whatever, it was difficult to get another actor, her sister there. But but come on. That is a missed opportunity. That would have been great. I 100% agree when she said that exact line. I had that exact thought. I know Tia is in her own holiday movie, so perhaps with quarantine rules, they weren't able to make it happen. And I know that people ha- play siblings that aren't actually siblings in real life, but these two are twins. They are known for working together. Yes. And that's Hallmark- what would have been funny about yes. it. Yes. And Hallmark is doing so many like cheeky moments this year. Like you've mm-hmm. got the Wonder Years mini reunion and you've yeah. got the Back to the Future mini reunion happening. That I would have been a perfect little surprise moment. Yeah. I have one last question for you. And I wish I had gone before you because yours was a much better finishing point. But when they have the hot chocolate flight, when Francis brings that to them, are they sharing the hot chocolate? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. There's four mugs. I don't know. That that they're sharing. I don't know. We only ever see Ryan drink from it. So, Mm. Okay, listen. I don't know, and I'm going to suspect that you did not read my show notes for our second part preview episode. I did not. Okay. Well, in it, it says this would be news to you. I'm adding a new category for the Christmas I movies. I did actually see that, and I actually saw the line where you said, this is new to Megan. <laughs> I did see that. I know exactly what you're going to say. 
Was there a wowie zowie in this movie for you? <laughs> I actually wrote in my notes for another movie that we are going to record our thoughts on so-and-so is a wowie zowie for me. <laughs> Okay, explain what the wowie zowie is for the people who did not listen to our preview episode. In our second half of our preview episode, I objectified some of the men of the Hallmark (laughs) movies because they are handsome. And I used the phrase wowie zowie to refer to them so that it took off. And that is how we are referring to our hunks of Hallmark. Now, Ryan, what's this man's name? Pavey? Oh, no. <laughs> I, wowie zowie, I thought you were talking about Ryan Pavey. Sorry. <laughs> Paul Campbell. His name's Paul Campbell. I think he's very attractive. I, he's a cutie. I enjoyed him. He didn't give me wowie zowie vibes. Yeah, me neither. So sorry. I'm so sorry. But I really enjoyed him in this movie. I would be happy to see more of him in additional Hallmark <laughs> movies. He made me laugh. Agree. He's very funny. Yeah, fully enjoyed him. What did you rate this movie? I'm going to give this movie 2.75 stars. Wow. I gave it 3.5. Wow. I know. And it's, look, we always say we're not going to compare these movies to other movies. So that's a big ranking right out of the gate. But I liked it. So next week, there are three movies on the Hallmark Channel. There's a fourth on Movies and Mysteries. We're not discussing that simply because the movies are Christmas in Harmony, Coyote Creek Christmas, and Christmas Uh Sale. Two of these I'm looking forward to. I'm not going to say. You have to go back and listen to our preview episode if you want all our thoughts. But two of these I'm excited about. One, maybe not. Mm -hmm. Follow Mm -hmm. us, Megan and Wendy. LSS on Instagram to vote for the movie you would like to hear us recap next week on the podcast. Do you have one you're hoping for? I do. Yes. Don't sway their votes. I'm not going to. I won't say a word. But if you want an additional Hallmark movie review from us this week, head on over to Patreon. Again, this is linked in our show notes, patreon.com slash Megan and Wendy. And you can sign up for the Girls Gone Hallmark tier where you can get those bonus episodes. You can also sign up to get other additional bonus episodes from us. There's lots of opportunities for you to support the podcast. We would love to see you join that community. And until next week, everybody, have a great weekend. Happy viewing. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.